Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Inihongo Master Podcast. I'm your host Azra, and I'm going to be preparing you for your working life in Japan with some useful information on Japanese business etiquette. As we mentioned a couple of times in this season, the working culture in Japan is not like those that we're familiar with. Heck, I dare say it can be quite the opposite sometimes. So let's be prepared as much as we can instead of going in blind. We've talked about Japanese etiquette in our first season episode 11, but in that episode, we covered all aspects of etiquette in Japan. We're zooming in into the business side of things in this one. There are four aspects of Japanese business etiquette that I'm going to highlight today. So get comfy, be sure to have a notebook and pen with you to jot down some useful points, and let's get into it, shall we? The first one is the work hierarchy in Japanese companies. You have to remember to respect the hierarchy. I believe companies in the West don't have such strict rules when it comes to titles at work. Even in Singapore, you can sometimes still speak casually to your boss. In every Japanese company, that's kaisha in Japanese, there's a chain of command. This determines how you speak to others, and for those above your position, it should be in the appropriate form of politeness, usually keigo. So this kaiso hierarchy doesn't always have to do with age. Oh, but of course, your parents and grandparents are in a higher social status than you because they have both age and hierarchy boxes ticked. Now, it gets tricky when your HOD, head of department, or bucho, is like a decade younger than you. So do you talk casually with him or...? No, you have to use the appropriate tone, but he can speak casually to you. Another thing to note is that the various levels up the chain of command demand different forms of keigo. But generally, you can get away with the basic level of it, which is the polite form. If you have no idea what keigo is, which is Japanese honorific speech, Tune into our language series, Study Saturday. We cover the basics of Keigo in Season 6, Episode 6. But I'll give an example of the various levels. Say you want to ask if the bucho is in yet. Sumimasen, bucho wa imasu ka? Excuse me, is the head of department here? Now, if you want to ask if the shacho, which is the company president, is in, you have to switch to the honorific Keigo. The same sentence can be changed to Sumimasen, shacho wa irashai imasu ka? And even the simplest of questions like, how was it, changes from the polite keigo of do desu ka to the honorific keigo form ikaga desu ka. But hey, if you struggle to remember all those formal modifications, do what I do. Duck down under your desk whenever your boss walks by. Here's a quick vocab recap. Keigo, honorific speech. Kaiso, hierarchy. Kaisha, company. Bucho, head of department. Shacho, company president. The second aspect of Japanese business etiquette is the dress code. Now, this section won't take up so much of your time, but it is a rather important one. The Japanese are extremely particular with their appearance when it comes to any business setting. Unlike the everyday choice of clothes, which is usually more conservative, it's a dress to impress kind of mentality when it comes down to business. But regardless of gender, dark tones are commonly preferred. Go for a dark blue suit, 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 and sometimes even black is the best. When I was doing for an internship at a tailor shop, I was told that black suits are for extreme formal events like weddings, and navy suits are the way to go. I guess the rules don't apply here in Japan. Just avoid flashy suits, and you're good to go. In Japanese business etiquette, flashy suits are often associated with organized crime, since it's claimed that they favor flashy suits. As the Japanese saying goes, deru kugi wa utareru. The nail that sticks out gets hammered down. Come summertime, you get to ditch the thick, heavy suits and switch it out for kurubezu, cool base. It's a campaign to reduce electric consumption, so workers are allowed to switch to a summer-friendly dress code, 
which usually includes short-sleeved button-down shirts and cotton trousers, anything to beat the Japanese natsu heat. For the ladies out there, there are some things we need to take note of. Some companies still require women to wear heels at work. Now, I hear it's not always the case, but this traditional aspect might still be lingering around in some modern companies. Oh, and it goes for the skirts too. Zubon, trousers, are seen as masculine in the workplace, so sometimes the dress code for women involves work skirts instead. Long story short, it's very formal, regardless of weather and gender. Here's a quick vocab recap. Sutsu. Suit. Zubon. Trousers. Derukugi wa utareru. The nail that sticks out gets hammered down. Kurubezu. A campaign to reduce electricity consumption, but also referred to the summer dress code. By the way, if you haven't checked out our official website yet, why not give it a browse? At Nihongo Master, we offer efficient Japanese lessons that are quick, easy, and fun for Japanese language learners of all levels, from beginners to advanced. Our smart tools will assist you in areas where you need a little bit of a push and congratulate you on the ones you've aced. With a community of over 50,000 Japanese students, you're not alone on your learning journey. Make new friends and improve together with our point system, collecting points as you go along. Ask away any questions you have on our group discussion pages. There's sure to be others as well as our Japanese instructors that are quick to answer. You can also take Nihongo Master with you on the go and learn Japanese as you trot the globe. Practical, right? Moving on to our third point of Japanese business etiquette, and that's speech. The way you speak to anyone and everyone is very, very important. As mentioned briefly before, using the proper form of politeness is pretty crucial because formality is taken extremely seriously in Japanese culture. How you talk with your friends and siblings is drastically different from how you talk with elderly people and superiors. When you talk to a friend, it's normal to talk casually, whether it's in English or Japanese. In some cultures, it's fine to speak like that with your grandparents and work superiors too. But in Japan, that's social suicide. One aspect of speech that's strictly adhered to in the office, but it isn't limited to just that, is the usage of last names when addressing someone. In Japanese culture, it's social taboo to call someone by their first name. It's social taboo to call someone by their first name the first time you meet them. But it's social suicide to do that in the office, or jimusho in Japanese. I believe it's because first names are personal to Japanese people, and calling one by their first name gives us a sense of familiarity that's reserved for their inner circle, like family members and close friends. It's common for Japanese people to separate their private lives and professional lives. So, in the gym show, things are kept professional, and last names are the way to go. Even if you're the same rank, your toryo, co-worker, still will call you by your last name. And remember when I mentioned hierarchy? This is when it comes into play again. So you and your doryo will call each other by your last names. You can call your kohai, who are people below you in rank, with just their last names too. You can't do that with your senpai, who are your seniors and superiors. You have to add the honorific suffixes, like Mr. and Mrs., a title to show respect to the person you're addressing. There are a few kinds of honorific suffixes, depending on the status, but you can usually use san, like Mr. Takahashi is often called Takahashi-san. Oh, and you can definitely use this with your co-workers too. Here's a quick vocab recap. Jimusho, office. Doryo, co-worker. Kohai, people below you in rank, like your subordinates. Senpai, people above you in rank, like your seniors and superiors. Last but not least on our list of Japanese business etiquette is to be a team player. In the Japanese workplace, 
It pretty much is the definition of there is no I in team. I get it. You want to take credit for the idea you contributed. Try to hold in that urge. Japanese companies promote collectivism and shun the sort of individualism that you'll find in Western firms. Competition is discouraged. Harmony is encouraged. Look on the bright side though. No one else is singled out because everyone's equal. No one's gonna steal your spotlight because there isn't one. So, if you're in a presentation, don't say watashi to mean I in Japanese, but watashitachi. That means we in Japanese. So at the end of the day, humility is key. Be humble. There's a famous Japanese proverb that goes, Minoru hodo kobe o tareru kana, which translates to, the bow that bears the most hangs lowest. The more successful you become, the more humble you should be. In the business context, don't boast about your recent promotion or praise. Be cool, keep it on the down low. Your co-workers will respect you more than if you're boasting. You would then be considered to have a warui seikaku, bad personality. Here's a quick vocab recap. Minoru hodo kobe o tararu inaho kana. The bow that bears the most hangs lowest. Watashi tachi. We. Warui. Bad. Seikaku. Personality. If you abide by these four points, you won't have a tough time adjusting to the new work environment in Japan. Oh, and remember when you mentioned in the previous episode how Japan's a high context culture and you need to kuki o yomu? If you don't know what I'm talking about, give our previous episode a listen now. What are some of the things you think might be different between your country's business etiquette and Japan's business etiquette? Tell us your thoughts by commenting on our social media platforms. You can find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Also, head over to the Hyongo Master blog if you're interested in reading out on topics like these some more. And if you're interested in picking up some more Japanese for yourself, pop, on, pop onto our official website, nihongomaster.com, to learn more. While you're at it, why not get yourself a subscription? Get a head start on your Nihongo journey with Nihongo Master. And thank you so much for listening in. Join me in the next one, we'll be walking down the avenue of Japan's rich culture. Mata ne!